readers are you know what i mean these sure. i won't say like people are naive or gullible or anything because some people just don't have that type of mentality to be like oh i'm gonna wake up every day i'm gonna change my eating lifestyle i think it's gonna be hard to change what fitness i mean what the fitness industry is because i used to think it was just purely sexual and it used to bother me like instagram used to bother me because every time i get on the internet i see one thing and i'm just like there's no instructional is just me showing you're behind and i'm just not understanding like what the fitness industry it does become very like warped and so yeah. that's why i try to like for my for my social media i try to surround my followers the followers are people i follow people i listen to with educational things teach me they teach me um how to move and like you know and better the better how to work out better but i think people are, are just lazy and want things just given to them that's just me so i think it's gonna be hard to change the narrative because people have to change themselves everybody welcome back to another episode i do mean another episode of this for this for this evening please show your host look i want you to subscribe youtube cvmk instagram it is what it is underscore show cvmk 33 and where the best supplements are cvmk underscore global www.cvmkglobal.store we have an amazing episode today with an amazing person ifbb pro Women's bodybuilder, a competitor. One of the things that I think has interested me is I'm trying to change the narrative. I really want people to live their most fullest life, their most healthiest life, obviously the most spiritually uh, fit life, but also physically fit, right? And I'm not the subject matter uh, expert because I just had lasagna uh, not too long ago. So I'm not the one to <laughs> actually shed light on that. So I brought in somebody who is worth listening to. Uh, who definitely has the credibility and the credentials to give us further insight. So the CVMK family, please welcome Carmen. Carmen, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much, your flexibility and everything for being on here. Uh, I really do. Anytime, you know, you reach out to anybody, you just never know. Right? Uh, right. But I knew you didn't have to. And I really want to just say thank you from the bottom of my heart uh, for being on this show. And I'm super excited about this episode because I want to understand the why, right? Like, you know, why not just you know, eat Krispy Kreme donuts and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, just have the comfort meals and whatnot. What got you into fitness? Um, So I always start my story off with my mom. Like, that's a, like, integral part of who I am. Um, I, She always pushed me to, to do things, to be outside. So I guess she already knew how type of person I was. So I'm actually a prior track star. I won't say star, just a star in my eyes, in her eyes. You're so I used to run track for uh, since middle school and okay. she always pushed me 
to do that. So I was pretty good at that. I did it all the way up until college. And then I realized I was like, I'm tired. Um, so I always did that. But my mom always pushed me, was always the main supporter of me doing fitness. Um, she's the main reason. She's actually the one person, like, I first started getting to working out before I joined the military. She handed me, I remember like it was yesterday, she handed me this, like, book of how to work out like all these workouts i see these pictures of how to do certain movements she was the first person that gave me these like kind of like jane fonda like work exercise aerobic things mm -hmm. so i would say why fitness i've just always been an athlete and you know i've always been naturally good at it so um and it's cool you know what i mean so when i ran track i was pretty good at it and i used to come in first place a lot so i had that so i mean it's just part of who i am now you're good. It's embedded in the DNA. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. Uh, I want to start uh, there uh, for the sacrifice that you made for all of us. The other thing, so you, you talked about your mother got you involved uh, track, uh, and it just kind of kept evolving and evolving. Right. Right? This is really who you are. Uh, but making the leap, right? Like, and you talked about the book, how you know how to uh, come about it, but like making the leap from track to competition you know not just in the gym you know you could join planet fitness i see yeah. it all the time i i see you can join LA. <laughs> you can I'm, I'm just being honest like but that's not bodybuilding right. i mean like it is it's what you do to get there but it's not you know saying so you're talking about a competitor what got you to that point um that was so being a bodybuilder so i would say i like to like adjust this right so i used to be on instagram a lot and i used to see these competitors like all like the end stage of how they used to be on stage and they used to be so pretty and i used to look at them and be like oh man it was always one of those goals where i knew that everything had to line up in order for me to compete so i've been working out since like at least like i was an athlete since middle school but i started really going to the gym around like 2011. So, but it wasn't until recently when I moved to Hawaii and I was just in a certain gym around the certain people. Um, and I used to have people approach me thinking I already was a bodybuilder just because I, I just worked out. That's just how my body was set up. So it wasn't until like last year where I was in the right place at the right time with the right people. That And that's how it all happened. It was all lined up for me. So I had... I found my coach, you know, Mike Kawasaki, you know, I'm repping the team. So, and then it all just fell out through there. So I started training him and I competed. Um, I competed in my last competition, um, my first competition in November, but it was more like, I wouldn't say it was luck or coincidence. That's just how it fate had it. That I was just like, somebody just like came up to me one day. He was like, do you compete? He was like, yeah, you should be, you could be pro. And to this day, um, I talked to that person like a couple of days ago and was like, remember like a year ago, he told you, he's like, I told you to compete. And like, that's just what happened. Um, I just found out, like I put my mind to what I wanted to do. I told myself that I wanted to compete, that I wanted to be a pro bodybuilder. And that's just what I did. That's, I was just in the right place at the right time <laughs> with the right coach. I, I like that. I, th I think you, you you've hit upon something that you know uh, has to be addressed, has to be understood. Is environment matters, right? Yeah. Uh, you can't grow uh, oranges in Chicago. Like I live in Chicago, right. right? Like it's too cold. It's cold. It's supposed to get. I think it's supposed to snow on the weekend. That's Chicago. If you want oranges, you have to move to Florida. And I'm from Florida, by the way. Oh, all right, all right, cool. All right, so you know, okay, that understanding of placing yourself around 
individuals that actually right. want to see you prosper, right. I don't think gets enough attention. Because sometimes we like, you know, man, I can make it. And it's like, yeah, you can. I think everybody can. But how your environment plays into that could hinder or at least slow down, you right. know, your your growth to an extent. Has there been um um let me a- a- ask that a different way. This shift to to Hawaii, was there any reservation? Was there like any hesitancy? Like, did you know, like, man, when I get to this place, everything is going to just start opening up for me? Uh, So I'll, I'll take about it like this. So I was actually, before I moved to Hawaii, I was actually at my heaviest. And um, I was pushing like 190 pounds. Heaviest as in like, I just didn't like the way I looked because... Sure. I took like a whole like 60 days of leave and I decided I wanted to be fat. <laughs> That's I just went, I was eating crazy. So um, I got settled here and about like maybe like two months into it. Um, I just thought about it. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do a cut. And, you know, I was in this gym and like someone at work was saying that they were a bodybuilder. And I was like, man, I could do that, you know. And then all of a sudden they were like, you should do a 12 week cut, you know, to see where you are. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, okay, I can do that. So that's how it really started. I looked in the mirror one day and was like, I just don't want, I didn't, I didn't like what I saw. And at first it wasn't even really being about a bodybuilding at first. I just did the cut because I just wanted abs. And I tell people that like, what made you get into bodybuilding? And I tell them plainly, like, I never saw my abs. I thought that was never a a possibility for me. Mm. And then when I started doing bodybuilding, I took it more seriously and I put my mind to it. I saw exactly what i thought i could see and after that i was like oh man i could do this i can do anything i want to do so that's how i that was the shift when i got here so i used to wake up at like sorry i'm outside i used to wake up i used to uh wake up at four in the morning like every day religiously non-stop non-stop like for like at least like um like six months Sure. For this cut and um, just six months straight, and just the, the, no, you know what? I lied. It wasn't six months straight. It was like twelve weeks straight. I apologize. And decided that I was just this is what I wanted to do. I just started changing my eating, and then that was it. So it was a shift when I got here because I realized that what I used, I was not, I didn't like the way I looked anymore. That makes I mean, sense. I like that. I like that. I want to. I want to get into. We talked about you know shifting your eating. Um, how to do this right and really tackle upon because there's a lot of there's a lot of rumors misnomers like I don't I don't know you know I you know look um I I don't want to reduce myself to that I think I'm a step above the LA fitness but at the same token like you know most individuals I would say are only um um <laughs> focused on uh, do I look, you know, can the filter hide my imperfections? I think that's the best way to say it. And I think, you know, I've, I've gotten past that point, uh, thank God, but I'm not where I would say that level is. And I want to get into really what the realness and the rawness of bodybuilding and what the dedication that it requires to be great. Uh, just a quick word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. 
All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. www.cbmkglobal.store. We just dropped the way. I'm telling you, it's the only way product you need. The way. Get it today at www.cbmkglobal.store. All right. So uh, the dedication it takes to be great. You've done some great things. How? What goes into this? Like you said, you met, you woke up uh, four four thirty in the morning, twelve weeks straight. What does that dedication look like? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think um, I'm just I don't know if it's just I don't know if it has something to do with the military or sure. if that has embedded in me. But I'm one of those people where I decided that it wasn't there was no wiggle room for it. So I decided that the way my schedule was set up, there was only this short amount of time that I could get this in. I wanted I wanted it so bad that, you know what I mean? That there was just no room for anything else. This is what I had to do. There was no, there was no if and a but about it. There was no excuse. Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to be tired. Cause it's, it's like 4 a.m. You know what I mean? It's just, that's the goal I set. And it's kind of hard to put into words because, um, to use that word because a lot of people will get dedication and motivation i don't have the motivation every day to wake up at four o'clock in the morning or 4 30 to eat and to train and you know what i mean and but you know what i'm saying but you have to make up your mind that that's what you have to do and you know what i mean it's just a mindset thing where like after i realized i think it was after like i realized after i did my first show and i did a complete prep and it wasn't the most perfect prep that's what we call it when we prep for a show Sure. For it. Um, I decided, you know what I mean, that after that one, I was like, I can do anything I set my mind to. And I'm just one of those people where when I said it, if I manifested out I manifested it out loud, then sure. I knew that's what it was. There was no I didn't allow myself to be like, Okay, well we'll push it off tomorrow. Oh, we'll do this tomorrow. Oh, I'll start my diet tomorrow. Oh, I'll start going to the tomorrow. No, we're gonna start today and we're just gonna keep going and going. So I don't think of it as a diet. I don't think of it as a I don't do, I don't work out, I train. This is like my life now. I can't do anything else but to eat the way I have to eat, to work out the way I work out because I didn't look like this on accident. Nothing, you know what I mean? So yeah. when I, people say dedication, it's just because I said I would do it and that was just it. That was it. There was no, there was no limit. There was no left and right. There was no excuses. There was no, I just, that's what I put my mind to. And when I wanted something so bad, the, the competition I was doing um, I wanted it so bad. I'm I'm one of those people where if I'm going to do something, I said like something like bodybuilding, I was just going to do it to the fullest extent. So everything I did was just, I'm just an extreme person. So when I do something, I'm going to go all out because mm-hmm. why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? That's just who I am. No, I like that. I think, I think one of the biggest hiccups when it comes to any goal is that mm-hmm. individuals just aren't fully committed. Right. Like right. You said, I'm going to go all out. I think people get about, you know, 20 percent in 30 percent, 40 percent. But when they start, you know, adding up the cost, adding up the real sacrifice oh, and yeah. really saying what well, they're like, nah, you know, nah, you know, okay. and, uh, <laughs> and but, it, but it takes it takes 
that type of full 100% all in um, just uh, almost baptism, if you will, to truly get anything right to truly bring about any sense of greatness. Um, You know, we hear a lot, uh, Carmen, I I don't know that world, uh, but because I think it's still not it's, it's growing increasingly more normal uh for women particularly mm-hmm. um and even for women of color even more specifically black women but it's still not like normal you hear things like well if right. i do this it's not safe i won't be able to have children like so you know i, I want to start there uh is bodybuilding safe for women i feel like that's a loaded question and stuff because sure. it depends on what we're talking about okay so i think bodybuilding is safe as long as you have those that that support system so i didn't go into this sport by myself completely not knowing the variables i had a coach that minded my nutrition and minded my workouts and checked in with me and if i had any questions about anything i had that person you know what i mean anything that i had so is bodybuilding safe there comes a point in the time of prep where we are at a really low body fat and if you're not careful and if you don't have those those coaches or you know what i mean that support system you know what i mean checking in with you it cannot like any other sport everything has its own dangers to it i I, that's that's all i can really say about is it dangerous if you don't know what you're doing and if you're doing it alone i wouldn't recommend bodybuilding is not something you just be like oh i want to do this and you know what I mean? I just want to yeah. do it. You know what I mean? It could be fun. Now, some people do that and that's their own, you know, agenda. But it's nothing to, the if you don't know what you're doing, then yes, anything can be dangerous to an amateur or novice, someone that just doesn't have all the information. But, you know, here comes, I think, bodybuilding is dangerous if seen through the eyes of Instagram. Because Instagram has this very convoluted way of showing something that, you know what I mean? You're not seeing the whole picture. You're just seeing someone's highlights and you're like, you know what I mean? You're just seeing these highlights. You see everybody sees these short stills of these pictures. Instagram makes everything look very glamorous, but it doesn't show you that the other side to bodybuilding that people don't like to, sh- to show the, the, the way that I have to eat the same thing about every day for like some people stay in prep for almost like a year or two. You know what I mean? Um, people see the glamour side of it. So I think it is safe. But you just have to have those that support system there. You know, that's my take for women. It is safe. You just have to. I keep saying the same thing. No, you're good. I'm glad you hit upon that because, uh, you know, we talk about like the the body fat percentages. And I think you you said it the best. Um, If you have the right support system, right, like you're not going at it by yourself. You have a coach, you have a prepping coach, a nutritionist, you have elements around you that they're invested in your safety it will be safe right (laughs) if you try to go at it just um you know what you see on an instagram reel right now that's (laughs) when you might do some danger uh to your to yourself so that that makes that makes total sense so coming in ivb uh b pro i heard i've heard i I don't know i've heard it's like not easy (laughs) like you get you just can't i don't i don't know i you know i i just you know, I'm like, I know people that compete at NPC, right? right? And then it's like IFBB is like the next level. Right. How do you actually become an IFBB pro? <laughs> um, In the shortest term. So first of all, so you just, uh, let me make it simple. 
it might sound simple. So well, the first person, how I started is like there's certain divisions for certain body types. Now, sure. most of the time, NPC level, most females, I'll just speak to the females. I'll speak to the male side because I don't, you know, most females, depending on their body type, doesn't have a lot of muscle. So most of the time, if they have a smaller frame, they'll do bikini or whatever. And then there's like bikini, wellness, women's physique. You know what I mean? My, they don't lean towards too much bodybuilding in NPC. I haven't seen it. But um, so what happens is you have to do like maybe you do an NPC show and you have to place like top two in your class in your class depending on depending on how many people and your height to get nationally qualified so you are nationally qualified after you place top two in your class or win overall um so after that you're you can go to any national show anywhere um and so for the national show it depends on so it gets a little it gets a little it gets a little uh depending on your age it gets a little complex, not really. So, like 35, tell me if I'm wrong, 35 over is a master's. They call it master's. So, if you can actually get your pro card, I've seen people get their pro card, they can get in a master's or open, is that what we call it. So, in order for you to get your pro card, you have to compete in the open or master's. But for master's, 35 over, you have to get overall number one. Not overall, but number one in that class. If that makes sense. So we have four classes, A, B, C, D. You have to win A. Or the so one out of I don't care how many people is in it. You have to be number one out of those for masters. Now for any open class, right? So I competed. Um, I'm mainly women's physique, but when you become a pro, I can go to any other division. But I won't lose focus off that. So when I competed as women's physique, I was in class D. But I took my whole class, which automatically I got pro, my pro card, and so did the person that got second. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. If that makes sense. That, so once you're a pro, yeah. you can compete in any other, like I can go to wellness, which I am doing. So I can go to wellness and compete with wellness pros if I want to. If that makes sense. It seems a lot more simple when I say it aloud, but some people it takes, it does take a long time to do because these shows are very expensive hmm. that's the other thing it's a very expensive sport the travel and if you're not close to a show the travel is insane just to even go to a national show i mean go to to go to a national show to even get it so yeah it is very hard um me i'm just an anomaly because i got my pro card in uh, a year i'm just just a little bit different. <laughs> just a little bit different. It's not why you're on here. Just a little bit different. <laughs> just a little you know bit different. Saying? It is. It is what it is. That's why you're. That's why you're on here. All right. Well, <laughs> I got a couple more questions. I appreciate you. I know we're coming to time, and I want to thank you again for being on here. Uh, just a couple more questions. I'll ask one. I'll cut to a break, and then I'll end up with the last one, which we started off with. Um, the the one of the questions is how do we change um, the narrative? Uh, and because I, I think what's happening is, and I'm, I'm cool with monetization, right? Like, I'm cool with everybody getting theirs, right? Like, right. Yeah, right? Um, because it is the wild, wild west, <laughs> uh, you know, that means a lot of different things. And right. I think fitness is no longer fitness. I know that sounds corny. Right. 
right? I, I, I think I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> so how how you know you're 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 different? You're you're the one that does this. How do we begin to change the narrative, or is it just too late? We just accept it is what it is. What it is. So what do you think the narrative? So explain to me what you think the narrative is, right? You know, now. I think the narrative is is um, maybe a sense of clout. Maybe a okay. sense of of um, brand appeal that has nothing to do with the actual fitness. It's like I feel like I feel like it's a disingenuous. Um, I'm not gonna name any names. Perfect example. Let's say you admire somebody. Right. Let's say this person is. Let me do somebody so abstract. Um, uh, they they make they make dairy products, right? They make cheese and milk and all that other stuff and then you see a video and a few other videos of them working out and then all of a sudden they got more software and all of a sudden the videos is like a bit more consistent and it's like it's this alter ego i guess is the best way to say it like it's like it's it's too it's not for the sake of either competing or improving one's health as it is almost You know what I'm saying? Like it's a resume builder now. Like it's the thing you have to have. Maybe I'm off, right? Uh, I'm trying to say it in the best, nicest way. You know, I was you don't have to, it. but I know I don't have to. You know, today so Wednesday, so Wednesdays are my praying, my praying days. You know, like I try to really pray and fast. So you know, I'm a bit nicer. Normally, I would just say what I want to say, but now you know, I'm gonna be hey, you know. But what what do you think? What do you think we need to do? Um, to really get fitness back to some of its organic appeal? Uh, I feel like it's going to be hard because, like I said, social media drives so much for yeah. this generation. And the fact that matter is, like like I said, those short blips, Instagram shows you picture-perfect things, these, these, per- these seemingly perfect people sure. in their seemingly perfect life. And I, it's hard to me because it does feel gimmicky. It doesn't feel... Natural. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like anyone's actually helping. But that's when you got to really deep dive into who you're looking at and seeing what they're really about. Or this is just a bunch of videos or just a bunch of mess. Or is it so, is the content so like it just looks, start looking very fake and that you know they're just out for monetary, just it's just for money. So I think people just need to look into also, it's okay to like go seek your own information. Because that's how I learned the stuff that I did. I didn't so before i even got my coach from a year ago i worked out like myself i used to be online not so much instagram but i used to go research things how to get my legs bigger i used to just look up articles up on articles it's okay to get that knowledge what i think this society or this generation is used to things being fed to them that yeah. they don't reach out and go get the information themselves or go to try to understand themselves because Black people ask me, like, you have any tips? You have any tips? Like, if you Google it, I promise you, it would tell you just to eat less. How do you lose this? How do you get bigger legs? Work out. Like, it's very simple. But I think Instagram has given us the this very weird, like, lifestyle. Even with these content creators are, you know what I mean? These, sure. I won't say, like, people are naive or gullible or anything. Because some people just don't have that type of mentality to be like, Oh, I'm going to wake up every day. I'm going to change my eating lifestyle. I think it's going to be hard to change what fitness, I mean, what the fitness industry is. Because I used to think it was just purely sexual and it used to bother me. Like Instagram used to bother me because every time I get on the internet, I see one thing and I'm just like, there's no 
instructional is just me showing you're behind and i'm just not understanding like what the fitness industry it does become very like warped and so yeah. that's why i try to like for my for my social media i try to surround my followers the followers are people i follow people i listen to with educational things teach me they teach me um how to move and like you know and better the better how to work out better but i think people are, are just lazy and want things just given to them that's just me so i think it's gonna be hard to change the narrative because people have to change themselves and i think people are just lazy as heck so you, you preaching right now <laughs> yeah i like it lazy. and they don't and i feel like people look at me and be like oh man i want that no you don't you don't because like you know if i tell you how to get it you're gonna be like oh, i i don't i'm not gonna do all that like my mom i always my mom always tells me, like, she was like, yeah. I look at people on the internet all the time and be like, I don't know what their problem is. People just, they think they want it. And then when I tell you what it is, they'd be like, oh, no, I can't eat like that. I don't know how you do it. I just do. It. And I do it every day. And I look in the mirror and I'm happy about what I said. You know, happy. Because sure. although it would be nice to sit here and eat Krispy Kreme donuts, but after a while, like, you start to realize, you start to look at food differently. That's what me is. I look at food differently. I don't see it as like, oh, it's just one donut. Yeah. If so, it is like, I think they're about at least what, 300, I can't, what I'm going to guess, it's like 200 calories, 32 yeah. grams of fat, not yeah. 32 grams of fat, 32 grams of sugar, yeah. and then sugar, but you don't know, but like even get deeper into it, sugar causes inflammation that makes you look okay. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I carry around my water, like my gallon of water, and people are just so amazed, like, oh my God, you drink all that? It's a gallon of water. Yeah, your body is made pure. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know how you do it. She's like, I can barely get 16 ounces. <laughs> that's like that that sounds horrible i know your stomach hurt so that's all i gotta say about that i just think it's gonna be hard people gotta want to change people gotta want to go reach out and get that information themselves and i think people are just lazy and then they don't want to pay for it which is weird so they I, want to free and i'd be like don't ask me nothing <laughs> I, I you know how long it took me to, to look like this hello hey <laughs> I, I read a book and I'm, I'm gonna cut to my our, our uh, sponsor and cut to my sponsor and hit you with the last question. But I read a book. It's a uh, MIT professor uh, Pine and Gilmore, uh, and in the book, uh, he talks about business strategies and he says basically businesses will all mirror each other, but what yeah. separates one from another is the experience that you create with somebody, but also what you charge. And then he quotes it by saying, you are what you charge for. So if you right. think that you're less, you'll charge less. If you think you're more, you'll charge more. It doesn't matter what the cost of the good is. So uh, let me cut to the sponsor and I'll be back with my final question. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower pre-workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then dish your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. www.cvmkmobile.store. Get the superpower. There's there's so many to choose from. I'm just going to drop the website, www.cvmkglobal.store. All right. So I grew up... Um, also idolizing, but I really did. I really looked up to Jay Cutler, uh, Ronnie Coleman, uh, who else? Kai, Phil Heath, mm -hmm. and then the generation before them. You know. All right. So, um, 
the Olympic, the Olympic sport, right? Like I know yeah. you guys have Olympia, right? right. And that's kind of like the Olympic sport. But yeah. for them that aren't necessarily following that closely right. uh, to the sport, do you think there's a chance that bodybuilding will ever be an Olympic sport? I don't see it's a hard question to answer because the way they I don't know the way other sports are regulated yeah. I think the way that uh bodybuilding is regulated I don't think it's possible you know what I mean because the way they drug test you know what I mean now you're going into that if we want to talk about everybody loves to you know like drug test like drugs and bodybuilding is always like ooh, it's a taboo thing but I mean just be transparent like you know most people are on something that does you know what I mean yeah. You know, so I think it's gonna be hard if you're gonna apply. I just think I don't I don't see it. And Olympia has always been that big that big thing. So I mean I don't see I don't know. Anything but anything is possible, but I really can't see it because the way that the payouts, I don't know if you know if you're familiar with the payouts they do for like the top mm. three for Olympia. Mm. I don't even know if it I don't even know how much people win for getting gold medals. So I I just don't know. I don't have any, I can't answer that because the Olympia has always been this, just the main event for that. So do I see it? I think it's possible, but I just feel like somebody's going to be like, what's the point? You know, you just had Olympia. Now you're going to Olympics. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. That's just my opinion. Well, that, that fair. And that's, that answers it. Well, look, Carmen, you have been absolutely amazing. Where can you know, if people want to reach out to you, connect with you, say, hey, look, I did what you do. You know, I think you provide real, just uh, truth and your vibe is amazing. And you don't just post reels, be posting reels. You actually give stuff that's actually going to help us. Where can they connect with you and support you? Um. Well, I have my, mostly I go by Karma is Coming. Karma is Coming. So if you find Karma is, if you, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Snapchat. So basically if you put Karma is Coming, um, you'll find me on Instagram, if you put in Carmen Kalila, they'll find me. I'm Carmen with a K, though. Got to put that Carmen with a K. I had people saying that in high uh, <laughs> in college. Carmen with a K, um, Kalila, but um, that's my Facebook. They can reach out to me there, but yeah. Y'all connect with her. Carmen with a K, Carmen Kalila. Yep. Carmen is coming. Yeah. It goes down. And if you want to keep seeing amazing leaders like we have on a day, amazing influencers, just amazing people. You know what you got to do? YouTube, CVMK is four letters, y'all. It's not difficult. CVMK. Can't do that, then I don't know what to tell you. It's real. It is what it is. Underscore show. CVK underscore global. CVK 33. And where the best supplements are, www.cvkglobal.store. And until next time, guys. Thanks. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.